Louder! Welcome, guys, to our very first special episode of Wrestling Recommendations as part of the NXT Next Evolution podcast. I am your host, Eddie Shepard, along with... Uh, terrific Travis Lasseter. Hello! This episode, guys, we have decided to go with the very first main event from NXT 2010 from February 23rd, 2010, featuring the very first encounter between Chris Jericho and the American Dragon, Daniel Bryan, a.k.a. Bryan Danielson. Yep. In full American Dragon gear here, by the way, with his, uh, yes. his uh, what do you want to call that, uh, maroon robe, burgundy robe, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. It's been a... Favorite color of his, paying homage to uh, William Regal his entire career there. Yes, because he took, uh, Regal gave him a pair of his boots, uh, same boots he, Regal wore in the early uh, 2000s, yep. late in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, we came about this, guys. Uh, we thought this would be a pretty cool little side thing. We're going to start doing this uh, in a different way, maybe monthly, um, just to kind of give us a little bit of a break from the normal NXT timeline that we're currently in right now. Maybe throw it in as a bonus episode, maybe... You know, something like that. Just just keep y'all's interest peaked a little bit. Um, we have talked about doing this and like a Where Are They Now segment, which we kind of do on the uh, NXT Evolution podcast. Yeah, so the, the way that we're going to do this next time is I think my I'm going to come up with five matches. Travis is going to come up with five matches. And we're going to throw in one of those nifty internet randomizer wheels. And whatever it lands on, we'll knock that one out and we'll take it off the list. I already, already tell you what one of mine is, and that's going to be Shelton Benjamin versus Shawn Michaels for Gold the Golders Tournament. Gold it's one of my one. favorite matches. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you a few that I already have popped in my mind. Uh, Brett Owen from WrestleMania 10 on mm-hmm. that list. Austin Brett from yeah, uh, 13. Traps' favorite match just, ever. Just one of my favorite matches of all time. Um, I would throw in... I mean, we're going to do try to do some quality matches. We may do a stinker here and there, but that's usually for Wrestling Ruined. Um, but I would I would throw in the Gold Rush Tournament. It's one of my favorite matches. Um, I know one of yours is Sean uh, Angle from WrestleMania yeah. 21. God, my dick's so hard uh, right now. <laughs> There's um there, there's plenty of of great ones. You got to look back to like Austin Rock WrestleMania 17. Um, you've got Triple H and Shawn Michaels Three Stages of Hell, or even SummerSlam 20 2002. Uh, that's a great match. Great uh, show, entire Jer- show. Jericho Benoit ladder match from Royal Rumble 2001. Obviously doesn't get the love it should because yeah. Of and I'll let you guys know too. It, we we're, uh, we are a podcast that we're not um, gonna. Um, highlight or praise Chris Moore for murdering his family, allegedly uh, murdering his family <laughs> uh, and, and and himself. Uh, but we will, uh, if, if if it was a good match, I'd have no problem oh, yeah. talking about it and watching it. Brett and Chris Benoit, the Owen tribute match and uh, on Nitro's a fucking stellar match. Um, We're gonna have to trim these this list I down mean, to five I mean, each. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, and there's a bunch of matches in my head. And if I sit down and look at stuff too, I mean, you've got Cena and, and Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 23. I mean, this is just kind of all over the place because there's so many good matches. And a lot of them, wrestling is so fleeting, you, you talk about them for a week and then they're gone. Like the FTR, Briscoe's match, that that was a great match. People talked about it for two weeks and then it was gone. And then the only reason it got brought back up is because they had a rematch. Um, there's just things like that. I mean, even the Usos and the Street Profits had a hell of a match at Money in the Bank. And now they're going to do a rematch at, a, you know, just happened at SummerSlam. But, um... It, there's just that's we kind of thought about that we we're sitting around talking like 
a lot of these matches don't get the praise they deserve or they're just the big ones that, you know, everybody names, but there's plenty of great matches out there that, um, that, that can be watched and enjoyed. There's plenty of stuff from the NXT gold, uh, black and gold brand. I mean, Ciampa and yeah, Gargano's I, feud. I, I'm going to, I'm going to make one little, um, rule that we will not cover NXT matches because we will yeah. eventually get there. We'll eventually get there, yeah. So this could cover WCW, WWEF, ECW, uh, ECW. which will be few and far between. Um, there, there's some good ones on there. We're talking Heat Wave '98 being a great show. AW, uh, Ring of Honor, um, even New Japan. If you want to break it out, some New Japan. And Nakamura um, and um, AJ Styles, w- Nakamura, um, w- Kota Ibushi, NWA, WCCW. Uh, GWF, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, there's a fantastic uh, uh, GWF match uh, from um, Jerry Lynn and the 123 uh, Kid. Oh, yeah. Or right. as Lightning Kid at the also, time. Also, that's 123 Kid and Bret, Bret Hart. Hart. Oh, man. There's some good ones. So, what we're going to do, guys, before we get rolling, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to hop on this episode. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louda? Well, let me tell you. Project Louda is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouda.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. We believe the mat is sacred. Honor is real. And everything is discussed under pure rules. My name is Ryan, one half of the Wrestling Purist Podcast. We review all things wrestling and don't pull any punches. We do an episode every Sunday where we go back and watch a pre-2020s pay-per-view and then talk about it in the segment we call the Retro Review. I also do an episode every Friday morning in our win series, which just stands for Weekend News. It gives me an opportunity to freely shoot on 10 news topics from the past week. I also do pay-per-view predictions and reactions to large breaking news stories like Tony Khan being the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Check out our Twitter page, at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore P-O-D for all updates. Our pinned tweet has other links as well, like our merch store and how to support our show directly. Remember, whether you agree with us or not, we're right, because we are the Wrestling Purists. Fuck yeah, those ads, buddy. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have you pull up your Peacock app, pull out your cock, and put on the Peacock. Uh, You're going to go to your NXT tab, and it's going to say Season 1, Episode 1. And we're going to roll on here 
at the it's about the 31 minute 12 second mark uh you're gonna see the wrestlemania 26 sign in the background and uh, we're gonna roll into this episode guys so go ahead and get that pulled up 31 minutes 12 seconds on uh season one episode one of nxt uh we'll say three two one play and we're gonna watch this first time ever encounter between the chris jericho and the american dragon this is in the uh full form of heel jericho um you know, being more serious, suit-wearing Jerichos. Yes. All right, guys. Three, two, one, play. Oh, man. We're right in the middle, too, of Dan- or of uh, Michael Cole heel. starting his heel turn here with his heel- doing all of his heel turn stuff here. Uh, because what, the next year, he has the match with uh, Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler, and he wears the uh, orange singlet. Um, we have Josh Matthews here, which is He is terrible. See. On commentary mm-hmm. for this match, he has gone off. Josh, Josh Matthews was never my... I never liked him when he was on Tough Enough. Never liked him as a commentator. I just... Just the way he sounded. Didn't fun sound, fact, it didn't sound natural. Fun fact. Josh Matthews actually uh, did commentary on the Uncivil War show we did with Impact uh, a few years ago. Chris Jericho, current world heavyweight champion, coming out with his rookie Wade Barrett, now NXT commentator Wade Barrett. He just won that title belt. At Wrestle or at no, Elimination Chamber, Elimination which Chamber. led to Sean getting his match with Taker because he screwed the Undertaker. Is that the same? He got burnt. That's the same Elimination Chamber. The Undertaker got burnt. He stood out there with his burnt skin for and thirty minutes. water on himself and shit. That's where Sean comes up underneath the grate, pushes the grate up, comes up, super kicks him, and Jericho uh, is the champion right now with Edge about to go into WrestleMania challenging for it. And a Pyro Man lost his uh, job that night. I almost lost his life. Taker was going to beat his ass. It's weird seeing Wade Barrett with that big gold chain. It just looks weird. Big jacket as well. I do remember the jacket because he would throw his arms back and it made a cool visual because it just kind of popped off. Well, when he had the the little cape and everything. Oh, man. Matt Party and his rookie Justin Gabriel next week. Oh, God. This is right in in the middle of uh, drug bloke Matt Hardy. Yeah, he's a little bit chunkier there. Sorry, Matt Hardy. You'll probably rip me on your podcast. It's fine. He has a podcast? (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't mean that as a dig. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> uh, I think this uh, ring announcer's name is Savannah, by the way. Chad Patton in the ring is the referee. Look at you, buddy, on top of this fucking Dang shit. Right. I know. Jericho, though, here, like, I like how Jericho gives him an opportunity, but then he, like, tells him that he's not doing it right. And, like, he tells him that's not what he's asking for. Like, he's supposed to introduce him. And he's like, he. <laughs> This is pretty much just shit on your rookies. That's what fucking NXT was. And it's crazy how he would go on to be a pretty big deal as well there for a while. Like, he was, uh, he toned up. He got fucking cut. He looked great. And then, not a whole lot. Then, yep. Bad News Barrett was fun. That was great. And then, he didn't he have, well, he, remember he fucked his elbow up. Because I think he was supposed to wrestle Orton. Yep, see. At, he just told him he pretty much wasn't doing it right. I believe he was supposed to wrestle Orton at WrestleMania that year, and Kane ended up wrestling Orton instead. Yep. Nicky hits him with a top rope choke slam in that match. Because Barrett, Barrett uh, him and Orton had a nice little feud there. They had like a last man standing match on SmackDown and different things there. And then, much better. Yep. Much better. Uh, shortly here, um, Matt Stryker comes out and gives uh Wade Barrett some shit to tell him like what are you learning out here and he's like oh I'm just watching the match he's like yeah but what are you learning he's like oh, I'm just watching the match the the odd couple here of Miz being the pro of of Daniel Bryan and I love that he's billed out of the Las Vegas Nevada 
because that's where he was training, I believe, yeah. at the time in his uh, doing his MMA stuff. It is cool that you could kind of see how they told him, like, hey, you and the Miz are going to be the odd couple. Give him shit. Give each other shit. They that fed was, well. That was the direction. And I was so disappointed in their SummerSlam match that year, though, when they finally he finally comes back and the Miz and him have that match. Like, oh, I just yes. didn't feel like they gave it enough time. Like, it was rushed. Are you talking about when it. he came back after the, the retirement? Yeah. Yeah. And we're still getting hype stuff for WrestleMania 26. Slim Jim, baby. It's wild because, like, when I think WrestleMania 26, I just think Sean and Taker. No other match like screams out to me like any significance. I think of, um, I think of, uh, what is it, Batista and Cena? Yeah, because Batista had just won the belt in the Elimination Chamber because Vince came out and said you have one more opponent or whatever. And yeah, it's Batista. And Here then we I go. Also, think of Brett and Vince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that match. It's the last ladder uh, money in the bank ladder match at WrestleMania because we get the pay per view later this year, oh. which the Miz wins. Jericho out here and Daniel Bryan. Bryan went for the handshake. Jericho told him no. This match gave me so much hope of what NXT could be because I was a fan of Bryan Danielson watching internet clips of him working Ring of Honor. And other shows like that. So seeing him get a chance and seeing, you know, we used to be able to stumble across some of the FCW stuff. This match happened about maybe a few months before I met you. Yep. So that's how long we've been friends, which is wild. Look at this fast pace. It's boom, 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 go. Uh, They go at it. Like, like, you know, they've got to put in... They got to make it a good match with the a lot of time they have. Oh yeah, it's not very long. This is only like eight minutes, and they they make the best out of it, which is why they even got eight minutes. Jericho's moving fast. Look at that. That was a great kick. He it's didn't just, touch him with it. It just looked great. It's just weird now, like because Daniel Bryan was kind of plain here. So there's like, there, there's some just, stuff to that. Like yeah, I watched this video hyping up for this where uh, Danielson watched this match back and talked about it, mm-hmm. and what he had to say was. He has that terrible haircut on purpose. Mm -hmm. And as he was supposed to be a rookie and the Miz his pro, with the story being that, of course, he's a great wrestler, but he's not a great sports entertainer, entertainer, which is why we get the with the odd couple. He looks so weird with no beard. It's so weird how, how he looks. But you start getting things with Cole adding little, like, snippets. Nerd. He says everyone, uh, Josh Matthews, uh, says that everyone has heard of Daniel Bryan. Cole says he's never heard of Daniel Bryan. and um, He's not lying, though, because they changed his name. Yeah, and Josh Matthews uh, comes across like, yeah, it's like, you don't follow anything on the internet, is what he says to Cole. And then Cole basically calls Josh Matthews a nerd, which he ends up calling Daniel Bryan a nerd. Yep. Oh, man, he also says he's wrestled in a high school gym in front of 50 people. You are all like those nerds who read everything on the dirt sheets. Cole <laughs> as a heel is missed. Cole Cole was a great heel, but then it they overdid, overdid it, to, it yeah. towards the end. It got really annoying, a little really obnoxious. Uh, Danielson firing up here, by the way. But like his uh, Danielson's whole storyline through this NXT was he was weak or he would get beat down because like the, he didn't win a match. No, through the whole first season of NXT, he did not win a match. He gets destroyed by Batista on a Raw, like because remember he hurts his ribs, and that's like one of the reasons he gets eliminated is because he has a match can't win and. uh it's because Batista powerbombed him like seven times. This is that promo I was talking about where Matt Stryker's talking to him, and you'll see Matt Stryker go like, yeah, that was a pretty good little promo. But what are you learning? But what are you learning? Like, shut the hell up. Like, that's what made NXT not work. If it had just been 
matches or like you know these guys getting infused with the rookies and stuff and like promos. that. That's all yeah. it should have been. That's all it should have been. They kind of screw up this uh, dragon yeah. screw twist. I think, I think Jericho didn't think he was going over like over him or something. Boom! Look at that kick. But like it just. They when they started doing the little competitions like the jousting and the, the keg run and the chugging soda because Daniel Bryan had to chug soda and he doesn't drink soda, <laughs> selling programs, all that crap. No one cared about that. Which give it to WWE for trying something new, but when they saw it wasn't working, they should have one eighty'd it. So Danielson just hit the uh, he does that moonsault corner uh, and then he comes back with a with a clothesline. He said he started doing that combo because he had never done it on the indies and thought he had to change his style to be different. Yeah. Which it added a little like pomp to his routine because on the indies he was like just mainly technical. Woo! They kind of messed that up because Jericho's supposed to go over the rope. But And they're about to build to probably the biggest spot of this entire match. And this is when dives really weren't a huge thing. Mm-mm. He hits the rope so no. hard, and Jericho almost sidesteps him. Boom! And you him. see him, too. He's like, oh, knocks the fucking air out of him. He hits the corner of the announce desk with his kidneys and, like, his ribs. And, like, Wade Barrett's just standing there like, fuck. Uh, and then they show the replay of it, and it, it doesn't look like oh, it's on the replay. Every time. He says that he did not crack any ribs, but the bruise lasted a few weeks because of how hard oh. he hit. Oh, Which, Michael Cole even, like, jumped back there. Oh, it's already bruised. It, it immediately started bruising, like... You tell he's firing himself up, which he took some harder shit than that in Ring of Honor with like oh wrestling Nigel and yeah. Joe and, and like all those guys, all this those nice guys from uh, New Japan and stuff that came over. He he tries to get him. He catches the the dive here with a uh, with almost a roll up. He almost gets Jericho, and then he goes in with a hill hill lock. God, that is bruising immediately. His whole side is red. He actually said his original finisher he wanted to use was the hill lock. He wanted it to be a finisher because it looks devastating. Well, that, and you could put it on anybody. Oh, yeah. And then he ends up going with the label lock later on, and then, of course, the fly knee, which I prefer the fly knee because I feel like you could hit it on anybody anywhere. Cool I finish. missed cattle mutilation. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was cool. It looked cool, but then again, I, I don't know. Oh, there's the code breaker out of nowhere, which is why Jericho started using that is because it could be used on anyone and kind of out of any position. Yeah. He also says that he commends Chris Jericho for making him look like a star when he didn't have to. But Jericho is notorious for doing that. God, here's a a mismatched group. There's a Darren Young. There's fucking Ryback. David Otunga. Yeah, Field. Yip, yip, yip. Yip, yip, yip. You should have yip, yip yourself right into a river, you piece of shit. Oh, oh. And he he talks about, too, how, you know, there's different ways that the walls of Jericho can be put in, and that's just straight up a lion tamer yep. with a knee in the back of the head. They told such a good story in such a fast, little-paced match. Yep. And I, I really think, like I said, it kind of makes you feel like NXT is going to be a big deal, but it's so all downhill mm. from here, except for the promos between Daniel Bryan and, the and uh, Colt. Well, that and then the Miz Daniel Bryan thing, and Barrett and Jericho had good chemistry. Yeah, they, I mean they 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 get the nexus out of this. And if they had just one did one season of NXT, did the nexus, that'd have been fine with it. But to continue on NXT's road after this was not needed. No. Um. But I. But like he's going off on Daniel Bryan here, beating the hell out of him. The Miz is, and it sets up their uh, uh relationship, as you we should say. It's wild because all this happens. It's very influential how all this happens. The Miz is about to get the U.S. title. He's about to. Yeah, he's already U.S. champion. Oh, is he? Yep. Yeah, he, he's U.S. No, he's is he tag champions too? No, he he wins those with Big Show. 
Because Shomia's. Yes. I think it's after Mania. It's after getting. Yeah. Well, they wrestle R Truth and Kofi. Do they win the titles at Mania? They may. I can't remember. And then he wins the U.S. title, and then shortly after that, he because uh, he he went. He's already because they just said he was U.S. champ because he actually loses the U.S. title to Bret Hart after WrestleMania. You're right. You're right. And they vacate the title. Yep. And then he wins it. Back. <laughs> he wins it back. But but the way he puts this this reminds me of old Nitro WCW right here. That lion tamer like he hadn't done a lion tamer like that with anyone in a long time. But you got to think he's been wrestling guys bigger than him. He couldn't really do it like that with people. That that reminds me of an old Juventud Guerrera. Oh yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how Jericho just bails out, like "fuck it, let him get beat up." But if you look at this this first episode, it just reassures that you you know your champion's dominant. The Daniel Bryan got caught. He he just got caught in that move, and the Miz is a shithead heel. Yep. My, you're building a Michael Cole. Pretty fun little match, guys. That's what I said. This is why I want to do this one as our first wrestling recommendation. Recommendation. And uh, I feel like they, they had such high hopes. When you look at all these guys, it's just like a mishmash of shit. And the the best thing to me is, I mean, obviously, it's Daniel Bryan. I knew it then that he was going to be a big star. I uh, did not expect him to get fired the first night the Nexus show up. But. Well, that was, that was more... I don't think if it had been... Old school wrestling, he'd got fired, but like with the PG era and all that stuff, like I guess that they thought that was necessary, but then they immediately bring him back. So it was just kind of to make that statement, I guess, that hey, well, I believe he was even told, was like, hey, go take a couple of bookings, it was like, let it cool off, we'll get you back. And yeah. that's pretty much what they did. It's the end of that episode, guys. I mean, you watched it to the end there. Um, what when you first started seeing stuff, I mean, you said, I don't think you even watched NXT when it first happened. When did you first find out about Daniel Bryan and Bryan Danielson? I mean, I've watched probably the first five episodes of this, and then I was like, man, it's just not what I really want to watch. Because it came on in the place of ECW, which I had known about Bryan Danielson before NXT. Like, I knew about his Ring of Honor run. Like, I think the first time I ever saw him is when ROH had a deal with Big Vision. And they started putting out those compilation DVDs that came out to Best Buy. It was like Stars of Honor, oh, yeah, yeah, Bloodstained yeah. Honor, stuff like that. Because he has a match with Lance Storm yep. on one of those DVDs. And I think Good he, match. I think he's. I think he might be bald headed yes. with a beard. And uh, but like that was my first like thing, and I hadn't really kept up with him. So when I saw him like this, I was like, man, he looks a lot different than that. I mean, I'd get a match here and there, but I it always stuck into me that he was bald headed with a beard. And then <laughs> he comes out. Well, he had like a monster run as a heel, yeah. uh, and which is wild because like. He's a great heel. Uh, I just, but he's such a sympathetic baby. He's kind of like how Sean was. Yeah. Like Sean Michaels was a symp- sympathetic baby face, just because of his size. He can be a good. He can be a great heel. Like him and his Kofi stuff was good. All oh, that whole feud was that, great. That was great. Like I mean, the the Planet's Champion stuff like that. I just I feel like he's better as a baby face because the people want to be behind him, especially with the Yes Chance and all that stuff. But he did a good job of killing the Yes Chance with the whole. The uh, Planet's Champion thing and stuff with Eric Rowan. There's a lot of stuff going on in the time frame of, of him becoming, you know, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, to the rise of Daniel Bryan yes, as movement. winning the winning money in the bank, which we will ta- I should have already talked about here on um, uh, the Wrestling Purists. Um, but also talking about, you know, the heel stuff, the him losing at Mania, the yes chance, the you know, being super, super over, even Rock acknowledging him. Um, uh, and then, of course, or was it? That's not the Rock. That was uh, 
Zack Ryder. That's what I was thinking of. Cena. It was Cena that put put him over, and he said, he's like, good luck, I'm going to get you a new shirt made and all that good stuff. But then The Rock's the one, though, that we just watched on the, uh, the last NXT episode where he brought, he get, Rock has a spot with him in the uh, the wedding, wedding yeah, and stuff. Rock so. bottoms him, and he has these great matches with Punk, and then he finally gets his title, he does the Team Hell No stuff, which was fucking entertaining as hell, and then he goes on to have that big match with John Cena right into the uh, the authority the whole, stuff. The whole slap thing. And I, you know what? Like, I think I might add that match too, Cena versus Daniel Bryan into that. You can you can cut the end off where Orton cashes in because that that just kind of ruined it. But like that whole feud with Cena and and him, like he's like, I, I could slap you right now, but you don't deserve it. Yes. Because like, and then I think he smacks him. He smacks him in the match. Great storytelling. Yeah, you're not a wrestler. Like I mean. It, it was great. Like he was undeniable. That match there is his start of his WWE career, and it's a great little. I know this is you know going on twenty minutes, but the match itself is only like eight nine minutes. But it's a good little eight nine minute match to showcase him there. And uh, Jericho did his part, knew what to do to make him look good. Um, it's a little better than the Jericho we see these days. Yeah, not to mention that terrible match that we saw. Uh, Barbed wire everywhere, death match. Whoa, that will definitely not be on this fucking. Uh, Wrestling recommendations. Wrestling recommendations. Yeah, it will not be on here because that <laughs> match sucked. <laughs> I can recommend you not watch that one. Oh shit! Well, guys, uh, really quick before we kind of polish this episode off, uh, what they said after the match when they both got back to the gorilla position, Chris puts Daniel Bryan over huge to Vince McMahon, saying, "We really got something here with this kid." Vince replies, "Him." He doesn't even eat meat. That tells you Vince McMahon's mindset is like, you almost can't be different than him in like ways of thinking, I guess. Which, that was that will probably now change that Vince McMahon is now retired. But he's still watching, damn it. Oh, God. Oh. Can't tell me Vince wasn't at fucking Madison Square Garden Monday. Oh, he definitely was Or there. two Mondays ago now. I bet he just sat in an office and was just kind of hanging back there. But, tearing, tearing up scripts that he didn't have. But, like, it to me... I think, I think uh, that that just shows you. There's Johnny Gargano, and then one of those thumbnails is a security guard. Yeah, I see him. But like to me, Vince saying things like that just showed how out of touch he was because he should have just been accepting of he's a great wrestler. Not he doesn't even eat meat. Damn it! <laughs> I know someone that does eat meat. I'm about to pay him six million dollars, but they'll eat my meat. Oh man! Well, guys. We're not going to give you all the spiel. We definitely uh, look forward to seeing you guys next time, and we will bring you the next episode of NXT. Follow us at NXT Evolution Pod, and uh, we will talk to you here soon. Bye. Bye.